Hi Lothar, we're back together today and we're gonna talk about a very important question today. Why do people get cancer? Hi, hi, hi. Another day in paradise. Well, why do people get cancer? This is a podcast for a few minutes. We could talk about hours about this question. But um, let's let's have a look. Um, what are the, the, the main reasons for, for cancer? For me, there is only one word uh, or one, one uh, a cause why people get cancer, and this is stress. But the word stress, uh, you can see it from different point of views. Uh, you can have stress if you go daily to McDonald's. You can have stress if you're living in a very poisoned uh, environment at, at home or at your work. You can have stress uh, in the family, in your marriage, in, uh, in your job. So there are so many ways uh, of having stress. But for me, the, the, the main thing is um, you get cancer because you have stress and your body tries to regulate to find a way out of the stress. And now comes, let me say, the most complicated thing. And this is why the whole cancer therapy is, is, is in a wrong way here. Um, the challenge here is to find out for each patient, and this is the main thing here, for each patient, where is the stress and how do we change this? I think the absolutely uh, stress, the word stress should be probably divided up in what's stressing the body, what is stressing the mind, and what is also, if you want to look at it, it's also what is stressing the soul. And then suddenly you realize that uh, there are stressors, which are we are aware of. There's probably too much meat, uh, you know, the diet is too acidic, I believe, and we have maybe cigarettes and then comes the mind thing, we worry about things, we under time pressure. And then there's maybe the soul thing, you know, we don't know what the purpose is. Why are we here? You know, we can't find happiness in whatever we do. So I think that is important to see that there are things stressing on three levels. And when people talk about stress, they usually just think about the mind point, uh, the, what is stressing me, that a stress response is taking place. But I think it's on three levels. And obviously, uh, in the time that we live now, those stressors are not going down. They're clearly not going down. <laughs> so this is, I think, why we have an issue and we should look at the stressors. Uh, and, and you mentioned just uh, also the soul. Um, of course, uh, because you can read it so often, everybody today is focused on, let me say, this or that uh, material which may be cause cancer. Like, let me say, all the poison or all the, the radiation. And let me say the, 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 the famous thing. <clears throat> but what people don't want to hear, and especially the conventional doctor not, they don't want to hear that, let me say, normal stress people can have because they, they, they married, you know, not, not in a way they should be. Uh, for example, uh, somebody's very ill um, or, or think about, it. I just read in a German magazine that 72 people of all, uh, uh, um, of all Germans, they don't like their work. Think about it. three from four people, they're going every day to a job they just hate. Or at least they don't like it all and they just do it for money. Come on, Klaus, this is a lot of stress. Um, um, so so if, if you do this, you know, for a few weeks or months or even a year, maybe you survive. But think about many, many people that are doing this for 10, 20 or even longer years. And um, then for me, there is, uh, of course, 
if you do this for such a long time, uh, you have this stress on a daily basis, you must become ill. And I remember Dr. Jana Butwig, she, exp uh, she had a very, very simple way of telling it. And we're definitely going to talk much more in future about Dr. Johanna Bodwig. Um, she said it's an energy issue. So if basically the body system is uh, using up more energy than the body is gaining, you have a deficit. And you know yourself, it's like with a bank account. If you're constantly in minus, you're borrowing more and more. And, and eventually the, the body cannot handle it. And I think that's when the initial regulation we talked in the first uh, podcast about is basically needed because you're a constant minus and an energy minus, so to speak. And therefore, uh, we need to look at what is draining the body. And therefore, I completely agree. The people that come to our center over the 11 years now, initially, they, they, they can't see it. But when they take time to look at their life, they reflect on their life, they're realizing that on some days between 50 to 200 times a day, They would get angry, upset, stressed, worried. That's a lot of stress and that fits what Dr. Frieda was saying. This is why we have no adrenaline in the body anymore. It's used up. Klaus, do you know how long an oncologist is speaking to a cancer patient uh, in Germany? Not very long, will, probably. <laughs> not very long. You will not believe it. It's exactly 7 minutes and 36 seconds. Think about it. Wow. Uh, oncologist, as an average, is speaking seven and a half minutes to his cancer patient. Come on. Can you find out who is this person who is sitting next to you? Can you find out what kind of stress this person has? Can you explain in seven minutes a therapy or all the options you have? Can you and so on and so on? This is really the, the, a big, big challenge here. Um, you know... The, but but we, we shouldn't blame the doctors here. No, no? it's the system. Because the yeah. doctors, all of them, they have their own companies or they have to earn money yeah. as well. And um, the problem is that the health insurances, they're not paying the doctor for speaking to a patient anymore. Exactly. This is the, the, the big, big challenge here. And uh, as long as this will not change, uh, I don't see any changes that doctors can find out why uh, a patient has cancer. And I think what we also should point out here is uh, so definitely that the, me the medical doctors have a great intention. They come from a philosophy of helping people. This is why they very often chose that profession. And the system basically tells them, well, it's very good, but you don't get money for it. So what do, you, what do you do? Obviously, you need to survive. So it's definitely an issue of the system, not the doctors. But Lothar, let's also put one thing, uh, focus on one thing, because very often people confuse something now. When they hear the issue, it is about my life, it is about my stress, then initially they think, did I do something wrong? You know, uh, have, uh, am I responsible? Uh, am I to blame? And whole, that whole game is starting now. And that's obviously not what we're saying. No, no, of course not at all. You know, what, what you're talking about now is, is somebody guilty? Um, you know, is, is he responsible? Um, well, responsible, maybe you can use this word, but for sure you never can use the word guilty. Um, are you responsible if you go every day to McDonald's? I think yes. Are you responsible 
um, that um, you have a job you don't like, yes, I think you are responsible, but you are not guilty if you get, for example, cancer or any other illness because of that. Um, so so we, we shouldn't mix this. We have, we have to make a clear line here, you know. Of course, nobody is guilty uh, uh, becoming a cancer patient. This is, of course, uh, totally nonsense, yes. Um, 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 and this, this would be the last thing. But, you know, what I also don't want to say is, um, well, your life is not responsible that you get this kind of illness. Of course, your life was responsible for it. But you are, but not in a way how, let me say, that the religion people normally thinking, you know, in, in this way of guilty or not guilty. No, not at all. But of course, you can't go 20 years to McDonald's and saying, oh, I have a big problem with my liver now and I'm not responsible for that. Of course, you're responsible for that, but not in a way that you are guilty that you did it. Because then we have to think about why, for example, did you go every day to McDonald's? Why did you have such a bad diet? Why did you have this bad job you never liked? And so on and so on. So um, this is at all is a, a big, big issue here. And we know from our daily workloads, um, 50% we know within one hour why somebody has cancer. Just talk to him and you will find it out after one hour. But there are many people, they... Obviously, they, they, they have a nice life, they have enough money, they have a nice family. And from the first point, you're not knowing why do they have cancer. And this is why I'm fighting for so many years now. We need to talk to people. Yeah. And I think this is why we also, um, coming back to our program, decided initially we started the program. It was a three-day a three-day yeah, program. I remember only yeah. three days we started. And, yes. and now we're at the four-week level because we understand um, that it is not enough to, on the surface, talk about these things and to find answers on the surface. You have to go a little bit deeper because we all have this wonderful, amazing ability to, to suppress and avoid our truths and our reality. So therefore, it needs trust and time and relaxation. And you need to be in a peaceful environment where you feel protected. And then the whole questioning thing begins and you have to be in a very relaxed, more alpha brainwave state, in a meditative state. And then you find your truth. And here's the beauty. You do find your truth. You're the only person who would know it anyway. So this is the process. And it's now a four-week process. And you cannot do this in a, in, in a sense by just thinking two hours about it and then that's the end of it. So it is definitely a deeper work, but I think we both experience it, Lothar, that when you put in the time uh, to, to find it out, you do find out. And it's not, it's not something, as I said, it's not about fault, it's not about guilt, it's not about shame, it's not about uh, what did I do wrong and so on. It is to understand that everything we do has at some point an effect on the system. And usually we've done these things because there was a reason why we were doing them. And sometimes it was conditioned. Sometimes it's the way we were brought up. And now, and I think here comes the word responsibility. Now that I realize that is something that I can do, what can I do? And then start changing something. And I think then the whole thing makes a lot of sense. But yes, we have to be careful that when we talk about those stressors that 
people don't mix it up with the idea of being faulty or guilty and that's not what we're saying so people do if i put it down to budwig's dr budwig's uh, concept people basically get cancer because the system is not getting enough energy it's an energy issue would you say that as well 100% yeah. like you mentioned before you know as long it's like with your bank account as long as you bring more energy into your body uh, which means as long as you live a, a happy nice life um, then you can survive um, 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 cancer. Um, also, think about there are many. I know many, many patients. They have a tumor for ten or fifteen or even longer years, but they are not dying. How is this possible? Because they found a way how to bring more energy in than the the tumor is taking away, and, and that's it. And there is another sentence just comes up, like you always saying to the patients is, um, when uh, did you stop? living your dreams and this is exactly what i think as well here and what i found out also you know uh, we all come on you and you and me too when 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 did we uh, uh, stop our dreams when we um, um, when we were 14 15 or 20 years old we all stopped it and but when you have cancer you have to think uh, about uh, questions like this you have to rethink is it the life i want to live and then you come to the whole idea why you have cancer. You come uh, to, the, to the main question, why do I have this kind of cancer at this part in my body at this time of my life? And as long as you are not finding uh, the answer or the answers for, for this question, uh, come on, how can you treat your cancer then? Of course, you can destroy it with, with chemotherapy or high-dose uh, vitamin C infusion. It doesn't matter how you destroy the tumor. But if the, uh, if the cause is not going away, uh, the, the, uh, the cancer is still there. And it just uh, is a question of time when it will come back. So the main thing for me is just to ask yourself, why do I have cancer? and to find the answer and then of course you will find a solution for that absolutely and, and i think here is also a very empowering thought we probably don't understand completely as a as a as a person individual person how the mitochondria mitochondria works how the blood system works how the cell membrane tension works but what we do know and it's something we have influence over is do i sense i'm stressed and you, everybody can sense that so there's a truth to that and then you could learn to reduce that stress. And that's real, you know, that is something completely real. Now, we could not, we probably don't know how to really affect and change the mitochondria or anything else in the body because it is a complex system. But again, we could understand what gives us joy. And once, because I feel it, and then I could do something about increasing joy. So there is something very freeing about that understanding that you can use both of those feelings that are real to you and the one you could reduce and the other we could increase. And, and they already in itself is a fantastic, uh, I think, hope-giving uh, thought uh, if we look at cancer. Absolutely. You're 100% right. And uh, this is why, why we at the center and also me, myself in, in, in my work, in my uh, research work, um, I'm quite more focused today on what is the cause for each patient and not so much what is the correct COE and what is the best therapy because maybe I will die and I will not find out this. 
But um, what I can see is if a patient finds out what is the cause for his cancer, he is very close to a solution for his cancer illness. Lothar, thank you very much for the podcast today. I hope everybody out there, you have a little bit of better feeling what cancer can be. It is not such, uh, sorry, why people get cancer. And it's maybe simpler as many people might think. It's definitely a super uh, empowering thought and, and empowering thoughts are always, I think, very helpful. Lothar, we see you. Uh, we see you. Uh, I see, speak with you in the next one. We want to go a little bit deeper because I think the stress cancer issue is something which is quite interesting, and especially Dr. Frieda did some great work on it. And we in our center have some interesting thoughts on it. So next time, we're going to talk about that. So thank you very much. And I say goodbye from Klaus. And goodbye from Lothar. <laughs>